Students, happy Wednesday. It's February 22nd. It's Brother Wing's birthday. And you're listening to Answers to Gospel Questions with me, Brother Lawson, and the birthday boy, Brother Eric Wing. Happy birthday to me. How many birthday spankings did your kids give you today? Well, they were, they love me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we're never going to know how old Brother Wing is. Like, what's your, what? What what's on tap for your birthday today, Brother Wing? Special oh, dinner? You're gonna have got a great institute lunch here. Oh yeah? Yeah, it's gonna be really good. Celebrate with some institute people. And then tonight it'll just be a, a family celebration. You can go to the Lone Star Steakhouse. Oh, Longhorn is our or Longhorn. Sorry, yeah. Longhorn. You going there? That is a beautiful place. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> brother brother wing has an unhealthy obsession with the longhorn steakhouse so <laughs> I, we know the waiters there we i know the i know a lot about that place and it's great it's the number two rated longhorn the rogers arkansas longhorn is the number two rated longhorn in the nation did you know wow that? where's yeah. number one I think it's in Kansas City. I don't actually know where number one is, but I can't imagine it being better than the one Man, we've got right here. That, <laughs> that's awesome. That's really good. We should get sponsored. Well, was, last week we were talking about Planet Fitness. This week we ought to, I don't know why we're not getting any sponsors for our podcast. <laughs> I mean, people, True. people, all the free advertising we give for Planet Fitness and steakhouses and stuff like that all right so rowing i don't know if you've had this uh issue before in your house your your kids are about at that age where you can start having this issue it's kind of fun uh where you have a like a prayer cop do you have a prayer cop the one that is in charge of making sure everybody's eyes are closed during the prayer we've had prayer police officers show up occasionally <laughs> <laughs> so so they're like hey so and so i mean that's a terrible thing when you're the prayer cop and you are making sure that everybody's got their eyes closed during the prayer and then your mom or dad points out to you like well how did you know their eyes were open during the prayer and that's a terrible realization like you're stuck there there's no amount of spin that you can put on that situation to get out because you've been caught you've you've absolutely been caught is that is that has that event unfolded in the wing house it has but we we refrained from busting them out to point out that the only way they would know is because <laughs> so then you're gonna let them come to that own conclusion yeah. on their own that's good that'll 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 happen for you you know sometimes one of the uh i don't know what it is that sometimes we maybe it helps us feel more superior uh to look down on another individual and and say, well, they are not doing something as good as I can do it, or they're doing this wrong. And that has bred a whole society full of uh, of people who get upset with that type of behavior. And they say things, they ultimately, they shout from the rooftops or on Twitter, they say, quit judging me. It's kind of funny. The, the people who shout, quit judging me, are often like the prayer cop, right? Because in order to, to, to call out someone for their judginess, you have to make a judgment yourself, right? You have to say, oh, that person is judgment. Well, 
it's impossible, right? So this is this circle of of judge of judgment, and we read clearly, brother Wing, in the in the scriptures in Matthew seven, the Savior says clearly, "Judge not, that ye be not judged." So certainly, judging is wrong. Am I correct in this thought? Yeah, judging that way is probably wrong. Yeah. So is, there's a correct way to judge. Yes, there is. Where That's would I learn question. about this correct way to judge? Yeah. So you're going to learn that from modern prophets, including a Joseph Smith translation that helps us with uh, maybe this is a commentary or a, a suggestion here. But he says, now these are the words which Jesus taught his disciples that they say unto the people, judge not unrighteously that ye mm. be not judged, but judge righteous judgment. And so that's what we're after. We're after righteous judgment. What does that look like? How do I know if I'm unrighteously judging someone or righteously judging someone or something? Yeah, so we would let our um, our evaluations and understandings be guided by the gospel of Jesus Christ and the witness of the Holy Ghost. Um, we're definitely then going to take into account that we're all imperfect as we're striving to draw closer, that God is the same God. Um for all of us. And remember what Elder Renlund pointed out when he was talking about two missionaries and one was upset with the other one. And, <laughs> and, and the one missionary realized in that moment that he felt like God was saying to him, you know, compared to me, the two of you aren't much different. And that's probably <laughs> how we can um, judge better with each other. And even if we think the other person is the super judgmental that we could maybe say, you know, compared to God, we're not that much different from him, but we do need to make lots of good judgments sure. in our days and in our life. And we want that to be guided by truth and, and acknowledge God in our efforts to, to, to um, have good judgment and to make good judgments and not, and, and avoid being judgmental. So another way of saying this is we want to be righteous right. and figure out a way to do that without being self-righteous. Well, I like what the Savior, how he explains it in the next verse in uh, Matthew 7, verse 2, he says, for with, and then this is causes a lot of introspection here, for with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. Now that's, I think that's important. The, the next phrase, I think is just as important as that first one. Like, so the way we judge others is the way that we are going to be judged. And so we, we're already thinking about that. Like, okay, well, how am I going to judge someone else? Because I, how do I want to be judged? Um, listen to this. He says, and with what measure you meet, or in other words, what, what measure you, uh, you use to, uh, that you give out, it shall be measured to you again. So it's kind of like this. Um, my son at Valentine's day, my wife, she's so good. She, she gives our kids Valentine's and writes both of our names on there, even though I'm like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. Today. Um, and she gave my son a can of Pringles and some other stuff. Now, there's nothing more exciting than a big, I'm not talking about like a little can of Pringles, you know, the tall can of Pringles. You know, what's so disappointing about a tall can of Pringles is there's there's no need for it to be that tall because you you open that can of Pringles and it's half empty anyway, right? They I'm not sure who the people who the guy is at the Pringle factory 
that is like, but he obviously has not read Matthew seven verse two, right? The with what measure he's given out stuff, he is he's going to receive very little back. I mean, he should be filling those cans full. So what the Savior, I think, is saying here is be gracious in the way that you give judge, in the way that you judge, because uh, you want to receive that type of judgment back. You want to you want to be extremely full of grace uh, and full of, uh, you know, being a little bit blinder to the faults of mankind, uh, because you want uh, you want our father in heaven maybe to be a little bit more blind to to some of our faults. We don't want to be judged by God the way that we sometimes unrighteously judge others. Yeah, it's like the beatitude, blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. Um, and I think it's true too that when we're interacting with other people, we're going to, as if we get to know another person well enough, we're going to see some of their weaknesses and flaws and they're going to see ours. Uh, as well. But when we give people the benefit of the doubt, when we kind of focus on the gifts that they have and the goodness within them, that that's a more accurate view of who they actually are. They're a child of God. They're striving. Uh, they have a, a background and a history that we don't know um, that has led them to this point um, in their lives. And when we do uh, see the positive and overlook or uh, look past their their weaknesses, we see a more accurate view of who they really are, and they would feel better understood about who they are actually in in that in that way. So um I wonder too, when it says that, you know, with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again, or we'll get the same judgment. How much of our own own judging is really just hurting us? like we're yeah. we're our own judges to a certain degree. And I remember uh, a while ago, a um, long time ago, working with someone who was super critical of everything that I did. And it's just like, no matter what I did, even if I did it the right way, they would figure out a way to say that it was the wrong way. <laughs> and are I was you like, talking about me they... right now? Do I need to leave the room? Or... <laughs> no, not you. And it's right. a long time ago. But I was like, why do they hate me so much? Or why do they, they can't see, I can't do anything right around this person. They're super critical. And and mean, and I obviously didn't like it. And then I had this um, thought come to me that that's probably how they are with themselves. Hmm. Like they're probably, you know, so, um, and this, I hope this doesn't sound rude, but it was just like, man, I only have to be around them a little bit, but they're around <laughs> themselves 24 seven. Oh, and I, was, I started to feel sorry for this <laughs> approach that they have to life to criticize everything, you know? And so the, and I was like, man, they probably, criticize themselves yeah. more than what they're criticizing me. And I started to have this kind of sympathy for their outlook and, and, and the, the life that they have. And I don't know what led them to that point, but, but it was, I was able to kind of let things go a little bit more when I started to kind of see that um, the, the judging was probably hurting them much more than it was, you know, annoying me. Right. And they're a child of God and they can improve and maybe they could overcome some of the false beliefs that they have to, to be a better judge of themselves, you know, and, right. and evaluate their own lives more accurately and more fairly and more mercifully. Yeah, we know we know what it's like to be um, judged unrighteously. I think all of us have experienced uh, somebody 
either judging or at least at a minimum misunderstanding who we are or what we believe or feel. Um, one of the things that Joseph Smith taught that I think is important that I love about Joseph Smith is, and there's a lot of people uh, that said a lot of terrible things about Joseph Smith while he was alive. And then there's even more people that say terrible things about Joseph Smith now that he's dead. Um, but he said, whenever he heard somebody say something terrible about himself, about him, he said that he would uh, search his memory and his experiences with that person or that group of people and think, is there anything that I could have done? Is there anything that I had done that could make them feel or respond in that way? He says, and if I thought long enough about it, and if I thought, uh, as if I considered it long enough, he would, he said, oftentimes I would come up with something, some interaction, some moment where they maybe had characterized or, you know, made a caricature out of it, out of that moment and misunderstood. But, um, but that helped him be merciful and forgiving to those who judged him uh, incorrectly. And so I think one of the things that we need to be careful of is when we are on the, the end of being judged unrighteously, that we don't start judging unrighteously as well, but rather uh, we, we're meek and humble and try to be as, as gracious and understanding as possible, as hard as that is in that circumstance, just as the Savior was throughout his uh, time on earth as well. I'll give you the last word, Brother Wing. Yeah, and I'll just use the scriptures to be the last word here. You know, we talked about Matthew 5 and the Beatitudes, you know, but this is whenever we feel judged, you know, or we're tempted to judge maybe, but we can remember, you know, when he says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God, that that we'll be known as that. They'll see us with that when we kind of take these opportunities to make peace um, in those situations. And I also love it, but... And that probably has a positive effect upon the person who um, that we're interacting with. Uh, but if it doesn't right away, we'll just keep going down this path because Romans 12 verse 21 is a great verse to think about where it says, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Mm. And that we can, we can um, push back against the darkness with the light that we shine and that, sh that light can, really can make a difference on other people's lives. And they might start to judge better as they see how we interact with them. And we really can, in, in essence, kill them with kindness yeah. as we go forward that way. But it's a, the, the, the scriptures will always help us to figure out a better way to go. Excellent. Thanks for sharing that, Brother Wing. Thanks for tuning in. You guys, happy birthday to Brother Wing. We're so glad that he's still alive so that it's not just me on this podcast. Um, but we're glad to see in our Institute classes, they're filling up. It's fun to see so many of you coming out. Keep going uh, and keep studying the scriptures. We love you guys, everybody. Stay righteous. <laughs>